Hello everyone and how are you? Welcome to UBC Live. We hope this is working. We're trialling a few things which is a, a fun thing and a not so uh, fun, fun thing. Just a big shout out to everyone, particularly all the ladies and the mums out there. Just want to say uh, congratulations and uh, this is your day. Well really it's your day every day because you are absolutely truly amazing and we are so, so blessed that you are part of our, our lives. So thank you and I hope you can hear me uh, very, very clearly now. Uh, we have a really special uh, few, next few moments, but I just wanted to say a big shout out to everyone. And again, uh, as I just shared earlier, that there's a real challenge out there. There's a real uh, dilemma out there where people are, um, are feeling the pressure right now, particularly Mother's Day. Some states are still not even letting someone five minutes up the road visit their mum. And so there's a lot of trauma. There's a lot of stuff going on that, that's really difficult for people. For us, we have family elsewhere and uh, it's, it's, it's a bit of a challenge. So all I can say to you is to be encouraged, be blessed, um, do the best that you can, stay connected where you can. Uh, you're not alone. You have a, you know, we are, uh, the Bible speaks about us being a spiritual body, a spiritual family. And so God gives us mums and dads in the faith and even grandparents in the faith. And my life has been extremely blessed because of those people, and you know who you are, mentors, friends, champions of the faith, who have just invested into my life and the life of my family and family members. And so I'm really, truly indebted. So what we've got here right now is an encouragement, and uh, I just hope that you are doing well and everyone is uh, uh, getting in there a little bit. We've just got a few little things we're trying to sort out here. Um, but we love you, and there's going to be a prayer at the end, that we'd like to pray and as I mentioned earlier this is my welcome to you thank you for joining with us maybe this is the first time that you're tuning into uh, Facebook with uh, Overson Baptist Church I acknowledge we have different people around the, the nation and even nations I, I've seen that are, that are zoning in so we're just like wow thank you and so wherever you are wherever this finds you uh, whether it's Mother's Day for you or not yet, uh, we just pray God's wonderful blessing and grace for you. So I'm going to do some of the back end work here and I hope it all uh, works out. And uh, um, not that Gabe is, is the guinea pig today and I've just given away who our speaker will be. But yes, it is Gabe and I am so excited. And she's like, oh, Louis, don't say that. And it's like, well, I am excited. I'm very, very excited. Uh, I don't know when it was last time that Gabe spoke, but it was it was a few moons ago, if you know what I mean. So uh, we're really excited to have, and I'm really excited to have Gabe, really a heart, a, a message, sorry, that's birthed in her heart for you. So we're going to get into that. That's enough of me. You've heard enough of me. You've heard enough of me for a number of about six, seven, eight, nine, ten weeks. Um, so I'm really excited today, and and so everything uh, working well. We we trust it'll be great. Let me just pray. Father, thank you for this time today and we definitely thank you for the ladies and the mums and the spiritual mums and sisters in the faith. Oh Lord, us men, but even as a family, Lord, as men and women in the body of Christ, we are extremely blessed and privileged. And so help us, Lord, to always be mindful, to acknowledge, to, to be courteous, to be uh, gracious, Lord, in the, the wonderful blessings that you have bestowed upon us as men, but also as a community. 
Father, I pray right now for those who are hurting, for those who are extra sad today, extra lonely today. I pray that they would know the comfort of the Holy Spirit. They would know the grace, Father, of your presence with them abiding right now. And so we ask you to uh, refresh them, Lord. Let joy well up around them right now. We pray this in Jesus' name. Well, without further ado, I'm now going to pass on to my lovely wife, usually my assistant, but now she is the keynote speaker today. Welcome, UBC family and friends. Here we go. Thank you very much for that very warm welcome. I hope everybody can hear me out there in, um, yeah, Facebook land. So, um, Louis has just prayed, but I'm going to pray again. Lord, I thank you for this word that you have given to me, Lord, and I pray that it would go out and that it would be received and you would speak to people, Father, where you need to speak to them, Lord. I thank you, Lord, that you go before, that you make a way. In Jesus' name, amen. So, um, yeah, when I was thinking what I'm going to share on Mother's Day, I had just been thinking and praying and really came to me was a story about a, a young orphan who became a beautiful queen in the Bible. Um, it's a story of redeeming love. It's a story of God's faithfulness. It's a story, I believe, for each of us today. We don't know if Esther was a mum, but I believe she was a real spiritual mum to the Israelites, to her people, to her family. And that's what I love so much about this amazing story of God's redeeming love. I'll give a little bit of a background for those who don't know a lot about the book of Esther. But the name of God is not mentioned in the book. But the hand of God is seen throughout this account of a young orphan. Yes, she was. This is the story of a young Jewish orphan whose parents had passed away and was raised by her uncle Mordecai. As a young woman, Esther became queen of Persia around 480 to 470 BC. Her Hebrew name was Hadassah, Myrtle. But her Persian name, Esther, was derived from the Persian word for star, stara. And that Esther was. You know, Esther and Ruth are the only books in the Bible named after women. Ha, yay! <laughs> Ruth was a Gentile married who married a Jew, while Esther was a Jewess who married a Gentile. Both helped to save the nation of Israel, Ruth by birth of a son and Esther by the death of an enemy. In the story of Esther, her people were about to face genocide, so to speak, or be annihilated. And Esther found the courage to use her position to save them. And, you know, this meant risking her own life in the sight of the king with whom she did have great favour, which I believe was from God. It is a story of God's providence in her own life because he is our waymaker, I believe, which we see throughout this picture woven. He is the God of the turnaround. And when all hope was lost, when a decree had been signed by the king, that meant it was final. There are many things in this account of the young Jewish girl 
that has spoken to my heart. And I pray and believe that there'll be particular things here that will speak to yours also. I think we all can look at who Esther was and be encouraged with her story and apply many of these, these things to our lives with a fresh revelation today. Just her character was just, yeah. If you haven't read it, read the book of Esther again. And it was after five years in her position as the new queen. She had just learned from her cousin, Mordecai, that an official in the empire, Haman, who was quite evil and scheming, who did not like the Jewish people at all, he had tricked the king into writing and signing a decree that every Jew living in the king's realm will be slaughtered on a certain day, and which had been sealed by the king, which means it's final, as you can imagine in those days. So that's a bit of a brief background for you, just to bring it up to date to where we are, so to speak. And I said, this story really gives us a glimpse of who God is and his nature as the way maker. He's always orchestrating something. You know, there's many points throughout here, but three points or observations that really spoke to me that I want to share with you today about Esther. Here's just a few of them. So point number one that you can take away. I believe many had Esther had many qualities, but here's just a few. Number one, you can do this. Faith. God, he is our way maker. God uses people to accomplish his purposes and his plans. And Esther was God's prepared servant for that time and for that hour for that moment, so to speak. And really Esther, she needed a bit of reminding of that in the moment by her wise cousin, Mordecai, who really had become in a wise and great position later on, as we see. But in Esther 4.14, it says, For if you remain completely silent at this time, relief and deliverance will arise for the Jews from another place. But you and your father's house will perish. Yet who knows, he said, whether you have come to the kingdom for such a time as this. Yes, Esther did re need reminding in the moment. You know, sometimes we need that reminding too, don't we? To make the very most of her opportunity where she had been positioned. Esther 4.13, it says, And Mordecai told them to answer back to Esther, do not think in your heart that you will escape in the king's palace any more than all the other Jews. She wasn't safe either. <laughs> Esther was positioned in the kingdom, in the king's court for this very reason and for this season. She was in that place of influence for a reason, for such a time as this, I believe. God made a way through Esther and he will make a way for us also. Do you need reminding today that Esther has got you in this very season? Yes, he is the way maker. He's right there beside you, just as he was in that situation and with Esther. Do you know in Deuteronomy 31.8, it says, And the Lord, he is the one who goes before you. He will be with you. 
He will not leave you nor forsake you. Do not fear nor be dismayed. Yes, God has called you by name also for such a time as this. Isaiah 49, 16, it says, I have engraved you on the palms of my hands. God has written your name on his hands. God orchestrated what was happening. The previous queen had lost her position. Yes, it might have been through disobedience to the king. <laughs> as with our lives, though, God was really orchestrating behind the scenes. And God made a way of favour for Esther to step in. And I believe it was Esther's inward beauty that shone, not just her outward beauty. Her light shined through those inward qualities that her people knew. To be in that position, it took her 12 months of preparation and then she was selected from other women also. But the king just selected her and he knew, but I believe it was God. She obtained race and favour in his sight. And this isn't anything new. God is always working when we don't see it. Similar to a behind the scenes movie, you could say, the film crew were busy there working and doing things to help putting everything in production, putting everything in place. But you know, he is the way maker. He is a miracle worker and he is a promise keeper. A light in the darkness my God, that is who you are. We see also the same very things previously in the story of Joseph, who was left in a well. He was sold as a slave, going to be working behind the scenes. Now he was also placed in a high place of influence. What his brothers had done out of spite, God had turned around. God provided for his people. Esther was able to make a great impact on her generation. And you know, over these last number of weeks, I've really sort of had in my spirit that I get a picture that God is asking us and saying to us also, now the same thing. What are we going to be doing for our generation for such a time as this? Will we do the same? Will we take the opportunities that are around about us here and now for such a time as this yes we might be in this place but don't let slip things slip by us will we step up and follow at all costs will we even draw in closer to the way maker will we get a fresh new revelation of who he is in this moment like israel we can find comfort in knowing god is always at work to bring light and hope to his people as he does. Who is God for you in this season? Is there something God is speaking to you about in this season? To birth afresh in you. Don't forget to stop and ask him, seek him. The second thing or thing that I noticed about Esther and through this story, Esther, she depended on God. She had a trust. And I believe though it wasn't just, yep, her trust was in her God, but her trust was in action and outworked through prayer. When something major is happening, Esther knew she couldn't do it on her own, in her own strength. She depended on God through prayer. And it says in Esther 4.16, Go and gather together 
all the Jews of Shushan and fast for me. Do not eat or drink for three days, night or day. And I and my maids will do the same. And then though it is strictly forbidden, I will go to the king. Esther knew the battle wasn't hers, but she needed extra help. She enlisted from those in her community, from those about her, from others. She was depending on God to move in that situation and place. It also gave Esther, I believe, great wisdom for the moment. I noticed, you know, first of all, she didn't go running in there to the king. Oh no, you cannot. You know, with her request to the king, instead, she waited for the right time, it says, to go in. The God-led time, the king's heart was then prepared, we read. What does dependence on God also mean for us? I believe it means when we are facing challenges, obstacles, and the everyday, it means getting and seeking God's wisdom on it. It means drawing closer to God, as Esther did. She didn't rush in. She knew the danger of approaching the king, as we'll see soon. Have a look at says in James' perspective on it in chapter 4. You can read, but just for time now, we'll look at James 4, 2. And it says, yet you do not have because you do not ask. You ask and you do not receive. Because you ask amiss, it says. In verse 7 to 8, it says, Therefore, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. At times, I believe it can mean for us, asking others to stand with us and praying fast. We can succeed on our own, recruit others, so to speak, initiate, stay in contact, and when we do this, we are drawing closer. You know, we are hearing God's perspective on the situation and not getting distracted with all that is going on around about us. We are getting wisdom for the situation, as Esther did through God and Mordecai. Our strength comes from God alone. As in the season that Esther was drawing close, closer to God, Esther, she, I believe, knew who her God was. It also gives us an opportunity to grow and also walk ever so closer to our Father. Point number three, I believe courage for today. Esther showed so much courage. I just love how she was so courageous in the face of danger. And it says in Esther 4, 16, so I will go to the king, it says, which is against the law, and if I perish, I perish. It was a self-sacrificing love, I believe, unwavering in her faith, as many others I can think of in the past. Daniel in the lion's dead, the three in the fiery furnace, who said, if I perish, I believe also, but their God was with them also. In her heart, she had come to a resolve, I believe, and said, if I do perish, so be it, ready to give her life for her people. She knew it meant death, as Esther had said earlier. Everyone knows, it said, that any man or woman who goes unsolicited, not caught in, into the inner court of the king, will be put to death. That's what it meant. 
<laughs> unless the, cult, the king holds out the scepter. So we can understand that Esther may felt some kind of fear. She had in her mind, really, what happened to the last king, queen, sorry, <laughs> who was, um, yep, banished and gone for disobedience. So Esther knew how grave danger it was. So I believe, though, it was through Mordecai, her faith in God and her courage showed faith that God is a God of promises. She had been obedient to what God asked her to do and knew in the moment that he would be with her. In spite of the risk, she was courageous. Mordecai said to her, you are the one. Esther, she knew what the risk. I'll read here in Esther 5 verses 1 to 3. I can just imagine how she would have been standing out there. On the third day, it says, Esther put on her royal robes and she stood in the inner court of the palace in front of the king's hall. The king was sitting on his royal throne in the hall facing the entrance. And when, queen, when he saw the queen Esther standing in the court, he was pleased, it says, with her. And he held out the golden scepter that was in his hand. So Esther approached the tip of the scepter and touched it. And the king asked, what is it, Queen Esther? What is your request? I can imagine even up to half the kingdom, it will be given to you. She had so much favour. God's favour, definitely. In this season, you may not at times be feeling very courageous, being a little bit fearful, wondering how you are going to get through. Sometimes maybe one day seems to be going into the next for you. But, you know, it's okay if you feel that way. But as with Esther, she made a choice to step out in spite of her circumstances. What it looked like in the natural, we can also step out in faith and have courage. You are the one God says to us and you can do it. You can get through. Courage to say yes in spite of our circumstances. Saying I will, even if it means the odds are against me. <clears throat> I believe because of the courage of a young woman who responded to the call, she impacted her generation. Deuteronomy 31.6 says, Be strong and of good courage. Do not fear or be afraid of them. For the Lord your God, he is the one who goes with you. He will not leave you nor forsake you. And Psalm 46.1-2, it says, God is our refuge, our strength, an ever-present help in time of trouble. Therefore we will not fear, though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the sea. Yes, our God is with us. Maybe today you need the same courage Esther had for a particular situation, for a particular moment to do something. Maybe this courage to reach out, to initiate, to ask for help. Yes, God is with you also in those moments. Know that you are not alone. If you do not have courage at the moment, God is able to give it to you, as it said in James, to ask, to seek. You can trust that God has you in this moment 
of time. God's grace is all sufficient for you in this hour, in this moment. You know, the story of Esther was a story of a young orphan girl. She stepped out and she stepped up. God is the way maker in your life, in my life. A way here where it seemed her people were doomed, were going to be no more. But God's redeeming love is, I believe, the same for you. His redeeming love just wants to wrap his arms around you, to come ever so closer to you. So just to recap, you know, the point we looked at was, yes, you can do this. He is your way maker. Remember, let's believe God has got this. Faith in action. You can do this. He is with you. Number two, let's depend on God in everything we do. We have to get closer. We have to draw near. We have to trust. It's trusting is in action when we depend on God. Let's go to him first for everything. Courage for today. Yes, our past doesn't dictate what our future is going to be. We're all on a journey of becoming who God wants us to be, who God has called us to be. Courage in action. You can too. You can step up. You can step out. You can. We each have a story, you know, and this was the story of Esther, you know, and right today somewhere in this massive universe, so to speak, is your story being written. So don't forget that. Thank you so much for listening. God bless you, I pray, and have a great week. So let's not forget the moments. Yes, God is with us. He's always there. And you know, your story is one that God is continuing. I pray that God would just, as I said, draw ever so closer to you, wrap his arms around you. Know that he is in your story. Thank you. God bless. I'm going to invite now Louis back and we're going to um, pray. Pray. Just share a couple of thoughts out. And thank you, Gabe. How good was that? That was truly, I think, one of the best messages I've heard on our start. And there's a lot you can talk about, but I think that incredibly sums it up perfectly, Gabe. So thank you for, for sharing with us. And uh, I know there's a lot of work for you this week amongst everything else to get that. Um, for those who don't do a lot of public speaking, it, it's not a fun time in the build-up of it. So it's, uh, but you did this for the ladies. You did this for, the, for those who are listening today uh, to give, give them something. And uh, I really appreciate you saying yes. So thank you. Let's just, let's just pray. Uh, actually, you know what? Before we pray, now I'm going to pray. I'm going to pray. See, I'm just doing what I'm doing. Uh, let's pray. And then I want to share a couple of funny thoughts with you. Uh, Heavenly Father, we, we pray and ask you to continue, continue to inspire us and bless us and enrich our lives by those wonderful memories of our mums and uh, those who are our spiritual mums, but also those who have their mums with them now, Lord, where they may not be with them physically. But I thank you for their words of wisdom, their pearls of, of wisdom. And uh, we are all so blessed by the mums in our lives, in our world, personal worlds, and our church family. So Father, we thank you as we celebrate today the mums who are with us. 
Today we ask for strength, Lord, for protection, for wisdom, for grace to be extended to all those who are here and listening right now. Thank you for being with us. We acknowledge your care over us and for us, your grace, and that you are the Lord God Almighty and your presence can be felt right now wherever we are. We ask, Father, an incredible blessing over our mums. Lord, bring with you, Father, that a sense of reassurance, that mantle of grace, your powerful love right now into every person. Uh, right now is hearing my voice. For those who are not with their mums, for those who are with their mums, those who, who don't have their mums with them anymore, we pray, Lord, that whatever the situation, whatever the challenge, whatever the difficulty, you are there, you are here right now with us. And we thank you with hearts filled with gratitude, appreciation and absolutely wonder. We ask this all in your precious, most wonderful name, the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. Amen. Amen and amen. Well, I think the, the story of Esther is certainly one that all of us, it doesn't matter if you're male or female, every person that heard that message can take that on board. You can do it. You got this. You may think you can't, but you can. All right. Depend on God. Depend on God. What, what else do we have as believers than, than to depend on God and believe on the Holy Scriptures and to trust him with all of our hearts? And then we can walk courageously. We can be valiant. We can be strong. And everything that Gabe said is very true of Esther. And she was a game changer. In so many ways. She changed the society. She changed the trend. She changed influence. Grace upon a nation that had no grace. And you can do that too. In your conversations. With your friends. With those Zoom meetings. Whatever you are. Are you bringing that spirit. That heart of Esther. Into your situation. Are you leaving it for somebody else. Or is it for you to do. Is it God asking you. I'm calling you. I'm raising you up. Maybe that's the challenge today as on this Mother's Day. Uh, maybe it's, it's like, can I do more? What can I do? How do I do this? God, what is it that you want me to do? They're questions we all want to ask. And we should ask. And we should wait for the right answers. So God bless you. Don't tune out right now. I just want to share a couple of things on a, on a lighter note because it is Mother's Day and, and we can, uh, uh, there'll be a couple of little uh, uh, Zoom-ins zoom a bit later on and some uh, other uh, videos that we want to just update you with. As I said, at 10 past 10 uh, in five minutes, there will be something that you'll be able to watch as a post on the, only on the UBC family page, just for those who, who are looking for it. It's only for our family. And there's a, uh, just a special sense of, special aspect of our service for you today. And I'm just thinking about mums and different thoughts and some of the funny things I've come across. And I want to just sort of close with those thoughts with you. Um, I, put one of the, I put this in one of my lines. It's a little weird. I know, corny. I, I, this is what I put here. I said, I think we all agree if it wasn't for our mothers and doctors, we wouldn't be here. I just thought it's funny. Anyway. Um, I like this. Mum, I love you, even though I'll never accept you at my friend's request. Awkward. 
I've always say that if you're, willing, if you're yelling at your kids, you're not spending enough time with them. Reese with a spoon. Here's another one. I've conquered a lot of things. Blood clots in my lungs twice. Knee and foot surgeries. Uh, winning grand slams. Being down. Match point to name just a few. But I found out by far the hardest is figuring out my stroller. Serena Williams. And uh, silence is golden. I think that's what Gabe's wanting me to do. Unless you have kids, then silence is suspicious. Every day I wake up and think, how on earth do I become? This much like my mother. And I got another one. If it's not being a mum, these guys are distracting me. I don't know what they're doing. Stop it. Stop it. The other one's stop. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, there's too many chefs and enough Indians. Um, and Gabe is a <laughs> chef. <laughs> it's not easy being a mum. If it were easy, fathers would do it. Oh, sorry guys, Betty White. If at first you don't succeed, try doing it the way your mum told you to do it from the start. Aren't they so, so true? Hey, sorry for a little bit of silly there. Um, hey, we love you. And uh, if you ever get us, we are a funny, weird family. But I know we're not alone. And yeah, that's right, I'm looking right down that camera right now. And I'm just looking at all you weirdos out there as well. Lovely weirdos, graced weirdos, fun people. And that's who we are. And that's the way God made us. All, all that it is. Love you. Have a great Mother's Day. Here's Gabe. Can I just say we'll be oh. going to um, the Baptist, the family page very shortly at 1010. It'll be a and post. Yes, so there's a poster there. Now, um, there is a beautiful poem. Read out by yeah. lovely Yvette has done a wonderful job. Yeah. And then I did a bit of a Zoom gather with some mums and daughters during the week. And that will also be sharing of just some questions, some uplifting, encouraging, some courage with each show courage in their yeah. lives. Yeah. So be blessed with watching that. So have a wonderful day today. Thank you. Yes. I thought Gay was about to say, and guess what? We have roast for lunch or something like that. But when well, we do, back. I put it in the oven earlier. Oh, we do? Yes. I thought I, thought I could yes. smell that. Thank you, if my dear. the roast dear. didn't go in the oven. I'll, I'll cut the meat up, okay? I'll, I'll do my my part. Okay. Uh, we time this counting down to 10 love plus you, 10. So Love you all. God have bless. Have an awesome day. And we'll see you soon. soon. Okay, bye. bye. I'm going to have to press stop here somewhere. Okay, here we go. Bye.